Shalom Aleichem, Shavua Tov to all of you, and Purim Sameach to all of you, lovely listeners of this beautiful station, a station of Torah, station of Dibre Musar and religious music. This is Rabbi Elbaz from SLC, and today I'm going to speak about Parashat Vaikra. Parashat Vaikra starts the whole subject matter of Korbanot, the sacrifices. And the reason for the sacrifices is not easily understandable. Yet, the practice of sacrifices is very important. Rambam says that kola korbanot kulan miklal hahukinhen. He says that the whole idea of the korbanot is a chok, a decree from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, similar to the paraduma, similar to Sha'atnez, similar to the forbidden foods. That's what he says. However, he says, Amru Hachamim, our sages said, because of the korbanot, ha'olam omed. The world stands on this zechut of the korbanot. And he says, Hikdima Torah sivui ala hukim. The Torah preceded the commandment of the chok before the other mitzvot. It says, Ushmartem et chokotai ve'et mishpatai. First the chokim, you shall keep and watch, and then the mishpatim. Yet, interestingly enough, even though here it says in Yad Chazakah that it's a chok, there's no reason. In Moren Ebuchim, Rambam gives us a reason. And he says the reason for the sacrifices is because the Bnei Israel lived for a while among various different peoples. They lived among the Mitzrayim, the Egyptians, and the Egyptians were worshipping the Tale, the Lamb. And then the Kasdim, and the Kasdim, they were shipping the sheep, the Seir, the goats. Then he says that the Indians in Hodu, he says, and to this day, it meant to his day, but it's also true even to this day, they worship the cow till this very day. Now, you notice these three things that he mentions. We're talking about the, the cattle, the sheep, and the goat, and this is what the Torah tells us, Shor or Chesev or Ez, that's where usually we bring the Kobanot from, although there are other, uh, you know, the Tzvi and, and Ram and so on. But still, these are the most common ones. So, this and uh, 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 the Ramban, Shalom, who came uh, much uh, a little later than the Rambam, he does not understand this. He doesn't understand. He says, well, the, the, the reason now we're saying is the following. Because they were there and they were worshipping, they, they, they saw the goyim were worshipping these particular three animals or three categories of animals. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to remove the Abu Zarah from them and he's telling instead of 
worshiping those gods, then you take those same gods and bring the sacrifices to me, which is to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is what the Rambam is saying. The Rambam, Nachmanides, doesn't like that. He very strongly uh, uh, had a different uh, uh, opinion. Uh, he said, I mean, he does not understand this whole idea of copying what the Goyim were doing, but instead now you're doing it for HaKadosh Baruch for Hashem. And it, it, it doesn't make sense here. Why? Because it brings all kinds of reasons where there was no Abu Dazara at the time to copy from. For example, it brings Hebel. Hebel was the first one written in the Torah that brought a Korban. Now, in the time of Hebel, there was no Abu Dazara. How many people there all together? There was no Abu Dazara there. So what does that mean? Because the Goim Avodazara, so Hashem is telling us, no, you bring it to me. In the time of Hebel, there's no Avodazara. What about Noah? Noah took into the, into the Teba, into the Ark, from the kosher animals, seven. Seven. Now why? The other animals, the non-kosher, took two only. But here there's seven. What? Because he realized he want, has to bring korbanot, and he did. When he went out of the Teba, he brought korbanot to HaKadosh Baruch. And it says, Vayarach Hashem etreach anichoach HaKadosh Baruch who loved it so much that he actually said to him, from now on, they're not going to be no mabul no more. It's not going to be, that's it. Not going to be any mabul. So, in the days of Noach, we're talking about after he left the Teba, there was nobody in the world except him and uh, uh, his wife, uh, his, his kids and his uh, children's wives. And there was no Avodazara. So how do we understand it? So then another thing he brings, which is really uh, also a question, we say in the Midrash says uh, that kol Whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu created during the first six days, He only created for His glory. And to do with them as per His will. And it, it goes through each one of them. For example, on the first day, He created the heavens and earth. That was also for his glory, it says, Hashamayim esaperim kebodel, that the heavens are telling the glory of HaKadosh Baruch On the second day was the Rakiah, the firmament. That was also Lichboda. Why? Because so that the Malachim, the angels should stand on it and praise HaKadosh Baruch And he goes through each day, the Midrash, and finally on the fifth day, he says, Bara ofot lichbodo. Hashem created birds for his glory. Lehakrib mehen korban. So that he should, people, us, we should bring a korbanot. And the same thing with the sixth day, which was the animals also to bring the korban. What do we see from here? This has nothing to do with Abu Zarah. This has to do with the fact that 
Hashem created them specifically even from Shishit Yemei for the purpose of the Korbanot. Now, therefore the Ramban himself, he offers another pshat. He offers another answer. He says, you know what the reason for the Korban says? This is for the person to see how Hashem is so merciful to him and not punish him. Because when he brings the Korban, then whatever is happening to that animal would have happened to him. But Hashem was Chanun, Hashem was Rachum. He didn't do that. He just told him, bring it, bring the Korban. The Korban is the one that's going to be slaughtered. The Korban is going to be put on fire. The man sees this, he says, oh, he should have been slaughtered. He should have been on fire, but instead Hashem is doing that to the animal. So what happens then? He makes the Shuvah. Now, he realizes that HaKadosh Baruch Hu spared him for the, and instead turned the punishment on the animal. He gets closer to Hashem. This is what the Ramban says. Now when you think about it though, <laughs> most of the questions that the Ramban asked of the Ramam also are going to him. Why? Because he's talking about someone sin bringing an animal. Yeah, but that's only for one type of a Korban. The Korban Khatat. Korban Khatat is a person sins inadvertently. And he brings the korban. But what about korbanos which have nothing to do with sin? For example, uh, korban toda. A person brings a korban of thanks. Well, the korban of thanks, you know, is the, the, the uh, nowadays we don't have the korban of thanks. Instead, we have the we say the gomel. The four things that we say the gomel on, and that was a toda also, and that's the. Uh, the Chabush, God forbid, someone who was in prison and he was freed from prison. Uh, the, uh, if he was sick, uh, seriously sick, and has to say the Gomel after he recovers. Or if he goes, crosses uh, the sea or crosses a desert, the Midbar, and he says the Gomel, in those days he would bring the Korban Toda. Well, this has nothing to do with sin. What about the Timidim? 365 days a year, every single day. Once in the morning, once in the evening, he used to bring a korban. I'm not to do with sin. What about the musafin? On holidays, on Shabbat, Rosh Chodesh, they bring additional ones. These have, they have nothing to do with sin here. Well, at the same time, the question that the Ramban asked, oh, wait a minute. Hebel, there was no Abu Dazara in the time of Hebel. But Hebel, there was no sin involved either. He just brought a korban. Noah brought a korban. Here, again, there was no sin either. So it's really a very difficult um, matter to find a reason for it. Perhaps what the Rabbam says uh, in Yad Chazakah, that this is a chok, perhaps that is quite appropriate. However, we can try to figure out some kind of a reason for the Korban, which would apply to everyone. And there is the following. Even the Chazal say so. Korban is from 
לשון קירוב. To come near, לקרב. A person who sinned was very distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Instead now, he wants to be closer. He brings the Korban in order to be closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He goes to the Beit HaMikdash. Once he's in the Beit HaMikdash and he sees what goes on there, he feels this, this great spiritual atmosphere, the, 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 the Shekhinah that, that was in the Beit HaMikdash. He's transformed into a different person. In fact, I want to tell you a little story about Yosef Meshita. During the days of the Romans, when they were about to destroy the Beit HaMikdash, Yosef Meshita was a Jew, but he was a collaborator with the, uh, with the Romans in Russia. Now, as they were going into the Beit HaMikdash, the Midrash says that uh, the Romans told him, the Lord told Yosef, okay, we're going to give you uh, some kind of a price for helping us. Go inside the Beit HaMikdash and take out whatever you want. So he goes in. He sees a beautiful menorah. Beautiful menorah all pure gold, quite heavy, perhaps as much as 100 pounds, kikar, zahav, pure gold. So he's taking it out, going home with it. And the Romans say, wait a minute, you can't take that. That's not for you. This is something too sumptuous. This, this belongs to a palace of a king, not an individual. Leave it alone. Go back in the Beit HaMikdash and take something else. He said, no, he won't go into the Beit HaMikdash. I angered Hashem once. I'm not angering him again. He won't go. So they tried to uh, uh, appease him, you know, give him uh, perhaps, look, you know what? You go back there, take something else. We'll give you three years of tax-free. Nah, no way. They tried to torture him. No way, he won't go back in. Now, when you look at this Midrash, you say to yourself, here's a Rasha. He collaborated with the Romans against his own brothers. How come he won't go back again? What does this make to him? The answer is, once a person goes into the Beit HaMikdash, even once, there is a transformation in that person. There is an atmosphere over there of Shekhinah, an atmosphere of spirituality that hits the person and he changes. So therefore, the Korban brings the person to the Beit HaMikdash. And it doesn't have to be for a sin. It could be for anything. When it comes, it gets closer to Hashem. And the, the closeness that we're talking about to Hashem has nothing to do with the amount of money that was spent for the Korban. You know, 
The Torah tells us in Parashat Vayikra that the rich man brings in a, a cow or an ox, whatever. Uh, someone not as rich will bring a sheep and another one will bring a dove, turtle dove. Uh, and and finally, it says, V'nefesh ki takrib korban minha. Nefesh ki takrib korban minha. That means a soul that brings as a sacrifice the korban mincha. Mincha is flower, usually. It's not an animal. It's not something alive. And it's it's cheap. And Rashi says, Lo nefesh bechol korbanot. We don't have the word nefesh when a soul brings a, a korban. Only in mincha, it says. With the cow, doesn't with the sheep, it none of these is the cheapest. But this is only for the poor man. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says about this man. Ma'ale ani alav ke'ilu hikrib nafsho. See, I look at it as if he actually is sacrificing himself. This is the idea. To show sacrifice yourself. When it says Adam ki yakrib mikem. Korban Lashem. What does that mean, Adam Kiyakrib Mikem? A person, when he brings a korban, Mikem from you. Now, it, you usually the, the, the actual uh, uh, shot over there is if a person from you brings a korban, but it also leaves some kind of uh, room for derasha. He brings sacrifice from you, meaning that you are supposed to be also part of the sacrifice to Hashem. In different ways. In getting closer to Hashem. In doing the mitzvot. In doing the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Following Him. Even though the korbanot are not applicable any longer today because we don't have the Bet HaMikdash, still the concept of the korban is still applicable today. That is to be closer to Hashem. Not through the Korban itself, but it would be now through mitzvot, ma'asim tovim, through Torah study. That's, that is the kiruv that we have nowadays. And it's very important. In fact, we see in the case of Shaul HaMelech that this is more important to, to do the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Is more important than to bring as many korbanot as you want. Shaul HaMelech was told by Shemuel, is an order from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, go ahead, annihilate the entire Amalekites, including their animals, everything. He, he did. He went, he went through the war. And he did. Uh, on Maybe 95% of the order. But, he left quite a bit, quite a few animals there. So Shmuel says to him, you did not follow the word of Hashem. How come you have these animals? He said, well, you know, we wanted to bring some sacrifices to HaKadosh Baruch. And Shmuel Hanavi answered him with the famous words, HaChefetz Lashem Bizbachim Ve'olot. Is a Kadosh Baruch Hu 
really his will is just to, to have this korbanot? No. Everything belongs to Hashem. Lashem ha'ares That is not what he's interested in. Hashem. Hashem wants you to listen to his voice, hearken to his voice, to his mitzvot. That's what he wants, and you did not follow. A person who uh, removes or uh, uh, nullifies his will in order to do the will of Hashem, that is a big kiruv. Uh, as it says in the Pirkei Avot, Batel Retzoncha Forget about what you want yourself. When Hashem is telling you to do something to fulfill a mezvah, that's what you do. There is an interesting midrash about the uh, singers of Zion. And this is, in, uh, this is uh, explained in, uh, partially in Tehillim. Perek Kufla Medzayin. says, Al Naharot Babel. Sham yashavnu gambachinu bezochrenu et Zion. This is talking about after the destruction of the first Bet Hamikdash, then people were exiled to Babylonia, and some of them were the ones that were playing instruments in the Bet Hamikdash, and they were singing and playing instruments beautifully. And the Midrash says that, well, it says Kisham she'elunu shuvenu. That was the. Uh, the, the enemy, uh, you know, uh, they asked them to sing the same kind uh, of songs they had in, in the Beit HaMikdash and, and to play, you know, with their instruments over there. But they said, Ech nashir itshir Hashem al admat How could we do this? How can we go ahead and sing and play with this instruments those beautiful songs and those beautiful nigunim that we had in the Beit HaMikdash. But, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, the goyim who were despots, you know. Uh, they, they, these, they, uh, the, the king of those days, he, you have to do it, you know. If you don't, it's a big problem. When Midrash says that each one of those people, they cut the tip of their fingers so that they will not be able to play those same nigunim that they had in the Beit HaMikdash. Look, Rabotai, how much, how much these people want, went through in order to do the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is the thing. But Teresoncha, Nowadays, of course, there's no korban and so on, but the concept of the korban is still here. It's always here. Question is, how much are we willing to fight our Yetzirah for the purpose of doing the mitzvot? The Yetzirah will always fight us. Always tell us, oh, it's raining outside. It's snowing. It's cold. Why go to the shiur? No, no, stay where you are. It's warm. You need the rest anyway. Sure, it's a challenge. It is a great challenge. But we have to do 
everything we can to fight off the Yitzhara and to go ahead and only fulfill the mitzvot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How much are we willing to give up for Hashem? That is the idea, the concept of the Kiruv, the Korban. To bring ourselves close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as much as possible. <clears throat> the closer we come to Hashem, the happier we will be in fulfilling the mitzvot. Shalom Aleichem and Shavua Tov to all of you. Again, Api Sameach, please do not forget about this beautiful station. Try to help as much as possible. Also, if you have any simha, we'll be very happy to meet you at our renovated social hall in the, in the synagogue. And Shiyilachem, Purim Sameach to all of you.